Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's football time in the bluegrass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast, presented by our good friends at Justice Dental with two locations. It's a convenient place to go to anytime, day or night. Actually, not at night. You don't want to go to the dentist at night. They don't want you to be there at night. Just during the day, Monday through Friday, your one-stop shop for all your dental needs. Give them a call at 859-543-0700 and tell Doc Thompson that the KSR Football Podcast sent you. I'm sure he's going to be out there early, ready to watch the Cats kick Tennessee's teeth in. This upcoming Saturday, it's going to be a sold-out crowd. It's going to be a great bounce-back moment, and it's got to be a great bounce-back moment because Kentucky, oh, ha, he, he, whoo. Wasn't a great game, Drew Franklin, against the old Mississippi State Bulldogs. Yeah, we're uh, we're crawling back home. I need to get back in Kroger Field where the, the crowd will get behind them and everything will be happy again this weekend because that was a, that was an ugly showing in Starkville. Just all three phases, everyone involved, that was whoa, a bad whoa, game. Whoa, 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 okay. Oh, Hold, excuse me. Two phases. Two phases. All right, the special teams, Freddie. Yeah. Did, you, did you call a punt return touchdown early yeah. in the week? Uh-huh. Somebody did, yeah. Yeah. What what I I think you have a superpower, sir. It's knowing when punt return touchdowns are going to happen. I get lucky every now and then. <laughs> get lucky, <laughs> but uh, our guy Colin Goodfellow, fifty three point seven yards per punt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's second in the SEC in punting. Josh Alley, big kickoff return. I got carried away. Return. I'm sorry. Two phases. Uh, one yeah. thing the special Jeez. teams can made clean a, up. Made a field goal Both too. Phases. Before we get into offense and defense, one thing the special teams can clean up a little bit is maybe a fair catch or two on kickoff return. Uh, but other than that, third phase was strong. Uh, the other two, not so much. Not so much, not so much. Charles Walker, uh, your first phase is very strong today. The sweater game, mm-hmm. uh, pattern sweater with the uh, – Is that Mickey Mouse? That's, yeah, that's Mickey Mouse, yeah. It's really nice. Thank you. I like the no socks. Uh, temperature's just right for that. It's, it's not perfect. fully cold where you need to throw the socks on. Works well with the sweater. Charles is turning into Mark Stoops. 
I'm just that is a compliment. That, seriously, look at. Uh, Please, can I keep my hair though? <laughs> is that why the bangs swoop so far down? Yes. Got to cover up the hairline. Yes. No, the hairline's actually decent, but uh, David Walker, my father, not so much hair. So, mm. so hopefully, I don't know. His his brother Jimmy has a, a load of it. How about your know. mom's side? Do you have any brothers? Yeah. Or dad. It, uh, Good hair. Okay, you're good. Right. You're, you're yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I'm a little envious, though, Charles, because today, like, I typically like to somewhat dress up on Mondays. He's like, oh, you're going to be around the other big J's. You should try to act like a big journalist. And I just don't know where any of the clothes are in my house. Like, I have this pair of sweats. That's about it. I think you look great. Thanks. Thanks. It, but I, I was a little... It's like, man, yeah. we're wearing sweats around Mark. What's is he going? What's he going to think? I wore socks for the first time since COVID to Dane Key's announcement. Not like half socks or mm-hmm. gym socks. Actual sock socks. Oh, like the for dress the, socks. Yeah, like for the, the first time since COVID. Yeah. Oh wow. It felt weird. I like that you feel the pressure around the big J's over there. I didn't. Are they good dressers? Uh, no. They mm-hmm. asked some. They asked some bizarre questions. Actually, Mark's story. Did you hear the first one? I, I did hear some bad questions I tur- today. After the first question, I turned it off. I can't do it anymore. I, I just can't. <laughs> I cannot do it. I, I, I refuse to watch those press conferences from this point forward after that first question. That was bad. That was a bad question. There's a, there's a gentleman there. If you all – How did Stoops not come unglued there? Yeah, I don't He know. came close today. Yeah. What was the question? Uh, tell, tell, just, just phrase it to young Chuck here, that question. So, it was something along the lines of how um, – Is it a hiccup or are it, your team choking? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. In, um, first off, in journalism school – the best team in college football, and then you play an away game after bye week against a pretty good Mississippi State team. So okay, This was yeah. a question. The first yeah. – and, and I turned and, it off. And the thing is, too, you're not supposed to give binary, like, yes or no answers when you're asking. That's just leading. It's it's terrible question asking to begin with. But then to have one of the options be, or are you choking? Oh, that's physically. I mean, he actually said the Yeah, he said choking, oh, wow. actually choking. I think he said it more than once, too. Yeah, because he, he – I think Stoops was a little surprised. He was like, wait, did you just – Yeah, he doubled down. He's yeah. like, I don't understand your question. Yeah. Well, and he said many people are saying you're choking. And it's like, well – Wow. I don't – yeah, that was uh, that was something else. I will uh, – <sighs> But so, point it, being, you can wear your hoodie and, uh, to the press and conference, I'm, and, and I'm I feel like you're, you're not embarrassing the, How did the he handle How did Stoops handle that? Well, things uh, – it was a wild press conference today <laughs> because Stoops was just d- disgruntled yeah. to begin with. And that did that start him off? Yeah, that was bad first question to set the tone. And then I, being the diligent journalist, I just <laughs> wanted to know some injury updates. <laughs> did you get some Will C's? I got, oh, oh. He got a lot of Will got C's. A lot. <laughs> and here's the thing, too. I get some of the Will C's. The De'Aaron Jackson one, like, if that kid can play after tearing his Achilles in the spring, that's a big deal. Like, I, that's, that kid sets, sets some people out for a year, and he's on the sideline in his full uniform, and Mark's going to throw another Will C at me? Like, come on, man. Like, this dude ain't played all year. It ain't going to give Tennessee an advantage if they know De'Aaron Jackson is available to play. Like, I like how resilient you were. I thought you were going to go right down the roster, just start asking <laughs> about every player on the team, how they're doing. <laughs> Who, Nick did that? I could have, but I, I, I at least stopped after that one. I should have been like, so Octavius Oxenon, still <laughs> yeah. out for the year? Text me before you ask questions so I can tune back in. Yeah. Okay, okay. What yeah. about an update <clears throat> on Crowdist? Was he, did he travel? We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. 
Nice. I, I actually don't know. I don't think he traveled. Okay. Um, I think Nick was afraid to ask one more. I bet. Yeah. I asked one more, <laughs> by God. Now, I did hear good things about Dare Rosenthal. I was like, I don't think it's major. So, he was going to try to practice today from what I heard. Um, and uh, what else? What else? Uh, the one that I'm a little worried about is Jordan Wright because that was mm. a nagging injury, and then he gets helped off the field. Yeah. So, that's not ideal. Um, the game in general, just not ideal. Uh, Freddie, have you looked at the drive? Have you looked at the drive chart from yeah. this game? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I just want to share you all. This is These are the Kentucky football drives, okay? Seven plays, 35 yards, interception, an arm punt, okay? You know what? Right, Freddie, that first turnover, an arm punt, I, you don't like them, but you're like, you know what? They caught the ball at the two. This, it, it, could, it could have been worse. Was that on a third down, though? I don't think it was. I don't remember. I mean, it looked like there was two guys right on him. And Bowden. Wandale had a step. Yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. And he just underthrew him. Underthrew it. Yeah, it was, it was not so, a good throw. So, let's keep track there. There's, okay. there, there's seven points. Seven. seven all right. Seven. Okay, all right. I'm going to keep track. All right, seven points. Okay. okay. Uh, 14-play, 48-yard drive that ended a field goal. Okay. okay. You know, that could be worse. Gotta, yeah. Can we talk about uh, – well, well, I'm just going to read through them real quick. Three plays, Whoa. seven yards. The Jay got on to you there. Yeah, this is our segment. It's called Read the Stat Book. Uh, <laughs> oh, another drive, three plays, nine yards. Yeah. Oh, this drive's pretty good. Five plays, 38 yards, but interception in the end zone. Mm. Um, so that's two, right before half. Two plays. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Okay, so oh. three. So if, if, at least three, let's get, let's but seven. It. He had the touchdown. He dropped. Like He just didn't hit him. So that's two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, okay. yeah. Um, seven more yards. All that's right, fourteen. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Bad. And then um, two plays and a fumble. We won't take away no, points, yeah. but you gave them the ball like the forty-yard line. Yeah. Uh, one play and an interception. Mm. Ten plays, seventy-five yards, and then a three and out. Another three and out to end it. Um, so that was. Between the second quarter and the end of the third, or midway through the third, they ran a total of 16 offensive plays. Yep. And I'm going to add another seven here because of the overthrow of Josh Ali, seven plus seven. Well, plus that, seven. no, that was the one. Uh, that was the one we, count, we counted over. Well, well let's count three points at a minimum since you're in the red zone going into halftime. So, seven plus three is what, Charles? Ten. Ten. Plus seven is what? That would be 17. 17 points left on Davis – Davis Wade turf. And they gave the ball to them. What was like the final score? On the 31 17. 17. So 17 plus 17 is what? 34. Oh, so 34 31 if you just yeah. make plays. Yeah. Or, and you didn't give them the ball at like the 30 yard line. Yeah. Or also if the officials like review a drop ball in the end zone. So now you, can see, you can see why Mark Stoops was in the mood he was in today. Right? I mean, he has to be frustrated because I think one thing that he's extremely frustrated with was Mississippi State was more physical than Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And that Mississippi State ran had three rushing touchdowns in the red zone. I think that got to him, plus the turnovers. Plus, Kentucky only ran for 66 yards. Was Mississippi State stopping the run or Kentucky failed to commit to the run? That's the question that I have. I think that's a deeper answer than yes or no. I feel that Kentucky didn't commit to the run against Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. I mean, 20 carries compared to, what, 32 passes? 
or 34 passes or whatever, I mean, that's, that's not a good ratio for Kentucky. You have that run pass cannot be that off. Now, the passing – you could say, well, the passing increased because of the score, but Kentucky was still throwing the football when it was up 10 to nothing. And it, just, it just seemed odd to me I, uh, that Kentucky failed to commit to the run and then with the runs, you had pitches and other things that I, we hadn't seen before. It was just an odd game for the offense, in, in, in my opinion. It just it looked off. Will Levis obviously was off, but you can't blame just one person. And then, well, Mississippi State was doing this defensively. Zero quarterback sacks allowed, one tackle for loss. So, yes, creating chaos. Yes, runs are being stuffed for no gain. But that's what that defense does. You, you, just as easy as Mississippi State gets in place to make a zero-yard game, they get out of place for, to get gashed for a 22-yard game. Mm-hmm. You just got to stick with it, and Kentucky didn't do that. I think going into this game, like, I mean, to your point, Freddie, the field goal drive, there was a lot of running to skip them down there. And then first and ten, incomplete pass, incomplete pass, incomplete pass. Yeah kick a field goal, you know. So, I, I do think some of it is Liam Cohen getting away from the run sometimes when he shouldn't. But something's going on with Chris Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, and that that's why you threw the football ball, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Without Rodriguez, I mean, he is the, he is the and, offense. And, I mean, the offense runs through Chris Rodriguez. And he's hurt. Like, I think – I don't know what it is. I hope he's okay. That's Stoop all. said yeah. it's not his wrist. He was wearing gloves. Did you notice that? After the fumble. The first fumble, he oh. had no gloves. Then he went to the sideline and put the gloves on. I'm wondering if it's like a finger or something, Drew. Like if he like smashed it into a face mask. I noticed it during Georgia game that he wasn't playing a lot. I mean, I I, I thought that was weird. I don't – some some it's an issue. That's all we're going to know. We'll see. We'll see. Stoops did let it slide. He said, what happened to Chris last week? So it's something new. Like he even confirmed it wasn't the wrist. So I think it would have been after Georgia. But, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Cool, it's something. I yeah. just hope he's okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's because and, – and here's the thing, too. That uh, – you got to give some of the credit to Mississippi State stopping Absolutely. the run. That's the second best rush defense Kentucky's faced all year behind Georgia. Those are the two best rushing defenses they will face this year. And they shut it down. It's going to be I, – I think going in this game, it was going to be tough to win a toss-up game if you couldn't somewhat run the ball and if Levis didn't play it well. When Levis missed those throws early on – is you kind of knew it was going to get bad, Drew. I just don't think anybody thought it it was going to get as bad as it did. Snowballed pretty quickly when you had the turnover meltdown. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. We even got uh, more put in Bo Allen's than I would have expected at any point this season. Saw a lot of that <laughs> online. I don't I don't think it's uh, that extreme, but it was very disappointing. Especially, I mean, that one touchdown to Wandell. He was so wide open. That's seven points right there. The so, Ali one, that hurt me even more because it's like you can be ahead at half and you haven't played very well. Like, yeah. Just, I mean, and every time you think he had a chance to redeem himself, it just seemed to be another bad play. So just an awful night for him. But hopefully he can put it behind him because up until that point he was getting a little better each game. Yeah, he played really well against Georgia and LSU. Yeah. That's, why, that's why Saturday surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll be in front of a home crowd. He's played better at home. So, you know. Do you but, think but, the yeah. scheme was different? And maybe that's what he was not used to? I mean, do you, I it, it looked a little different. But, again, with with the uncertainties of, of Rodriguez, you can see why Kentucky didn't commit to the run of the football. Well, you know. So, I mean, it's a, 
there was something off, and, and I, you know, we, it just was. And I think, too, the, the pressure got to him because, you know, Mississippi State, like they, they do a lot of weird stuff, yeah. and I think he went back to some old bad habits. Some yeah. pressure got put on. He hurried. He got, he got in he, a hurry. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And there's also a thing, too, that I just want him to hit that first shot. Yeah. Because he hasn't done that in a while, and he – if he can connect on that first shot down the field. Yeah. Can I make a correction real quick, though? Yeah. Because I had a bunch of people, you know, message me and text me during the game that, well, this guy was wide open. Why didn't he throw there? That guy's wide open. Quarterbacks don't always scan the entire field. The play's intent is to one side or the other. How many, what, 80% of the time, Chuck? Yep, or based on the coverage. Yeah, ba- Based so, yeah. on the coverage. Right. So, yeah. you're reading a route tree of one, two, three. Or may- maybe with Will Evans, it's one, two. So there are going to be un, unguarded receivers, but their decoys on the opposite side. I mean, you can't you can't look at that like that yep. and 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 blame Will Levis for not. Well, he had a wide receiver here wide wide open. Well, the read was a corner route and an under route on the opposite sideline, so it, it can be a little bit misconceiving. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a, bit, a bit deceptive about what you know. A lot of times you're reading one two, and you get the football out of your hand, especially getting pressured. So. Uh, I don't. I mean, I know Levis has taken a lot of heat for that game, but he does not deserve the blame for those situations. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But here's the thing: going into this game, you you needed the offense to score points. The way that I put it is, this was going to be a game where it was a race to thirty. Mississippi State's going to move the ball. They just are. Yeah. They're going to move the ball, and if you can get some stops in the red zone, good, great. But your offense has to help you out. Yeah. You've got to get some help. And when two of your best three offensive players just play bad, Rodriguez and Levis, they combine for four turnovers. You just can't win on the road. No. And, and so that's why, like, I'm, I love the overreactions, Drew. Uh, some of the takes were wild on the World Wide Web. <laughs> uh, I forgot what it was like for the irrational anger online after a game. But I am, like, there, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff in this game that, like, made me have long-term concerns because this was going to be a toss-up game. And we kind of knew what Kentucky had to do to win. And when Will Levis wasn't on, it was going to be hard for them to win. It just was going to. Because Mississippi State, they move the football. They put a lot of stress on you. And they're going to throw into the flats and get four or five yards to carry. The only thing that I think made me mad was the their ability to run the ball in third and short. Where it's like, if you if you, you can help yourself so much defense if you can just stop the run the the passes underneath some people are frustrated by them but they just that's what they do you just go ahead if you man up and press they're going to throw it for twenty yards on you so we're not doing that you ding bats and part of that is I mean UK is very banged up up front I mean Stoops him said after the game we're very thin right now not to just completely blame injuries but that's Part of the reason behind that, and to your point about the fan base, I love that we've gotten so spoiled. There are people thinking the season has been thrown away. <laughs> I don't know when we got here, but as a long-time U.K. football fan, it's pretty cool to have a second loss after playing Georgia, LSU, and Florida already, yeah. and people are, are acting like the world's on fire. This is this is new territory. Oh, Anything, I, I mean, obviously I'm disappointed in the game like anyone else, but I think – Kind of helps me assuming they can bounce back. I think it will kind of relight a fire with our f- friends coming up from Knoxville this week. So, if anything, oh, maybe to help avoid this game happening against Tennessee. Yeah, because Kentucky's getting ready to face the best quarterback they'll face all season. Well, Hendon Hooker is playing extremely well right now. And it gets cold, though, Freddie. Well, he's good. And Mississippi State, 
or Tennessee is Mississippi State on steroids. You're going to get the wide splits. You're going to get cornerbacks on the island. They're going to they're going to go with the vertical routes based on tempo, but Tennessee's intent will be to run the football. And with the, I hate to I hate to lean on injuries. But there were players on the field that hadn't seen the field a lot. Saturday. Yeah. I, I was seeing jerseys that I had to look up the numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's good. But when you get your chance, you got to do it, right? So, Tennessee is going to put a lot of pressure on that defense. And, and, and we've all talked about how the transfer portal has benefited Kentucky with Wondell, Will Levis, Darrell Rosenthal, Jacquez Jones. Well, let's go opposite of that at the cornerback position. Jabari Brown, MJ Devonshire leave, go to Pitt and Purdue respectively. All of a sudden, you're thin at corner, and those would have been your starters most likely. I mean, it, it gets a little, it's getting a little dicey at that position, and you've got two teams that are going to stress that, Louisville at the end of the season and Tennessee on Saturday. The thing that you mentioned, Hendon Hooker playing well, um, can Kentucky just – Play a quarterback that isn't having the best game of his career. Well, I mean, Stetson Bennett, well, that Stetson Bennett against Kentucky was not the same Stetson Bennett against Florida. And then Will Rogers, 36-39, the dude threw three incompletions. And yet here, herein lies the one problem with UK's defense. One of them hit a guy in the hands and he, he didn't use a corker cutting mm, catch. 36 of 39, mm. Charles. If SEC you, record. If you're, if you're on in seven on seven. God. That is the best day of your practice life, mm-hmm. 92%. <clears throat> if he, you're against air. 30 of his last 31. If you're against <laughs> air, 36 of 39 is the best practice day of your life. And to do that in 11, on 11 tackle football game, disturbing. Yep. I mean, there's no other way to put it but disturbing, right? And they were throwing the ball down the field. You yeah. Know, one like, oh, yeah, yeah. He had 26 catches, and there were 26 bubble routes. I mean, yeah, they, were, I mean that's, they were throwing the ball down the field. But we all talked about it. Last year, Kentucky got home with Phil Hoskins, Quentin Bohanna. They're both playing on Sundays now. Yeah. Kentucky's in twos and threes at the defensive line. And then you've had two sets of cornerbacks go on to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Your group. Eccles, and then Eccles, too, played. Uh, Eccles and, Lonnie, and, Mike, and so Boss really Man three, Fat and, last and year. And Chris. And, yeah, yeah. So, you've had two sets. Now, you've got two transfers – and you're dealing with everything else. You're, you're all of a sudden really thin at cornerback. Yeah. I, I did not get to watch a whole lot of NFL yesterday, but at one point during red zone, I saw Eccles do the yeah. thing where he was like, nope, right after Jamar Chase dropped a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then like, they caught one on him. I, I, love, yeah. I love to when they do that, uh, just guy drops a pass like, no, no, not today. I oh. mean, I swear, it, it's, it's – aside from quarterback, DB is – both mentally and physically the most draining position there is out there. And I think you just have to be psycho slash have to actually mentally think that you stopped a receiver when he just dropped a ball and it was yeah. an easy drop. You just have to think that that was because you were, I guess, talking trash with him and you're in his head. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But you had to do it. Yeah. Like, you have to. Shout out, I mean, real rough re- weekend for our Bengals uh, Kentucky football fans. You want to talk about from on top of the mountain to – Right back down into the the gutter. Whew. Man, thoughts and prayers, Cincinnati. Um, but the Steelers were back. Right, Freddie? 
Like we never yeah. left. Yeah, we're Wait, back. Wait, but you're wearing a Browns hat. What the hell? I just put on first thing I grab, man. I got a ton of hats. Plus, right. this fits my big head. He's a fan of the AFC North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, big AFC North fan. Oh, big head. We'll get you a logo of just the AFC North. That's what I need. And just an N. Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Will Rogers, though, today, whenever they read the stat line, he's like, what do you – how do you, what do you even do with your corners? And he's like, well, the first thing that came to mind was put a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was very open. He, he he was. I appreciated that that sarcasm. Kentucky's corners, though. Yeah. This is, it was a rough day for him. Hold on. I want to be clear. He was 35 of 39. I'm still not giving him that touchdown. You, you, as you shouldn't. So they lost 24-17, and he was 35 of 39. Okay. Now, listen, Will Rogers is not Tom Brady, okay? Right. He, he's accurate, and, and, and you have to commend him for that performance. I mean, I, I, that is mind-blowing to me. On my very, very best day, and I was average as you can get to below average, I could not complete 36 out of 39 against the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no way in, in the world. Impossible. So, I mean, it's, it's both disturbing and exceptional on his part. I don't know. The, the, they said on the broadcast that the school record for consecutive completions was 12, and he did it twice in, <laughs> in, in one game. <laughs> so, he broke the school record twice. Oh, and he also broke Dak Prescott's single-season completions record in the seventh game of the season, eighth game. Wow. Must be nice being a quarterback for Mike Leach. Man, it, it, but I think the, the part that does infuriate Stoops, though, is like he kind of knew, like, listen, it's going to be a tough game on our corners, yeah. but maybe we can get some help from the edge. They tried to get more pressure by saying, we're just going to play two defensive linemen and then have J.J. Weaver or Jordan Wright in a three-point stance and trying to get after the quarterback. And – I mean, they got after him early. I think they had two sacks in the first two or three possessions. Yeah. But that stuff, it just it, it weighs on you. And then when you get into third and three, White just kept guessing wrong. And I, I think some of that is, it is just that, just guessing wrong. And, you know, you, you can call it out coaching. But the third down runs and some of the breaking the outside contain, getting lost in the wash, Freddie. 35 runs by Mississippi State blew my mind. I mean, it has to be a record for Leach, right? It's got to be. I mean, it has to be. I mean, it, it, it's you talk. We talking about how out of whack Kentucky's uh, uh, run pass was. Twenty-eight uh, passes compared to twenty runs. Mississippi State thirty-five runs compared to thirty-eight passes mm-hmm. or thirty-nine passes. That is that has never happened. Yep. So they were noticing a lighter box, like Nick was saying. And committed to the run. Yep, yep. I only ran for 94 yards, 2.7 yards per carry. That wasn't exactly gashing Kentucky, well, but it was just keeping them honest enough and it, to hurt Kentucky, especially on third down and in the red zone. And that's, what, that's what ticks uh, Stoops off so much, I think, was the red zone. Yeah, and, and I think for a lot of that, too, if you looked at just the running back carries, up until the end of the game when they were salting away, it was like five and a half yards of carry yeah. through the first three quarters yeah. uh, because they were hitting them in those spots. And that's – the physicalness, like, Drew, I think there was a lot of us that were optimistic going in this game for the bye week. You know, you had time to prepare. Um, you could play physical. You, you had Will Levis trending in the right direction. 
But the things that Kentucky normally does well, they did not check those boxes. Even if you didn't have a great running game, they didn't run the ball well. They didn't stop the run. Kentucky got outran by an air raid team. And uh, the physical part, uh, Stoops' press conference, he basically said, you know, this isn't us. It's never been us. It's not going to be us. And when we get back, if, if you don't want to play the way we're supposed to play, I'll find someone else. You could tell he was livid. Yeah with how they didn't play their brand of football. Yeah. I mean, you can get out coached and out schemed and all that, but he was not pleased with just the, the intensity yeah. yeah, and how they were outmatched. So that's where I think Tennessee was hoping that the how uh, Mississippi State snuck up on Kentucky. I think they were hoping for that. Uh-huh. We hope Kentucky isn't capable of two letdown games in a row. I, I really think that it might have saved it from happening this, this coming week. Charles, you've been in some of these uh, – Animated Monday meetings. Mm-hmm. How uh, how do those normally go? <laughs> Depends uh, how, how well. How do you think today went? How well you played during the game? Um, no, it's it, the the bad thing is when this happens and you're on the plane ride back and you have you know three or four guys that maybe aren't necessarily upset at the performance. And they're messing around on the plane. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you got Big Dog. You just don't know which one's going to stand up first, Big Dog or Stoops. And the tipping scale of, you know, all right, we're on the plane, the lights are out, and then they're still goofing around, and then it gets crazy. Uh, the Monday meetings, like, a game after that are not fun, though. Because every play that was – poor is pulled up and you're in front of the whole team and it's really i mean steve's got that red hair and his face becomes more red than that so he mentioned today uh, that being starkville travels worse and that he didn't get any sleep so you think it was like you scale one to ten how bad do you think they got it today a (laughs) ten i mean i and i think it was a deserved ten yeah Yeah. it was It, it, it certainly was i I, I can just imagine, too, being the, like, you think you, you're like, oh, man, I hope they don't show this one yeah, play this of mine. One, or a play where it's, a say, like a punt, and it's maybe you didn't do your job, but Goodfellow and Gunner's got it dropped at the three, and you're like, all right, it's, he's not going to, I'm fine. And then he does pull it up, and it's like. You still get your ass ripped. Yeah. Because oh, that, ha- that happens in these meetings. It doesn't necessarily happen in these, on the Monday meetings when, say, you're on a big win. It just happens in the special teams meeting or the offense or defense. Like, what were you doing here? But when it's a game like this, everything <laughs> is everything <laughs> is put, like all the dirty laundry yeah. is out. Man. Hey, this was a touchdown, but look what you did here. Is that what we teach you? No, and it's a little bit more, you know. Yeah. And, and we've been, not negative, but we've been critiquing. Yeah. But there are positives. I always try to look at positives. As I get older, I'm more of yep. a positive person. And that's yeah. how these meetings end. I will say that. Yeah. That's how these meetings end, the Monday meetings. Darian Kennard was great. Was great on Saturday. Good. Josh Paschal was, was great. His effort – I mean, he was he he was getting double teamed, chipped, empties the tank, everything you want, and he gave every ounce of every fiber in his body. Trevin Wallace, twelve tackles, two tackles for a loss for a true freshman in that environment on the road with his first start. I, I, tough. How man. about Jack Wes Jones? Eighteen, 18. tackles. Yeah. What? Yeah. That sounds exhausting. Square, Jones, 
and Wallace combined for 32 tackles and four tackles for loss. And, and I'm sure about 90% of them were in pursuit to in the pursuit. edge. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because some folks weren't stepping up. I yeah. Can I uh, – please allow me – And good fellow. Yes, you can in. do whatever you want. Please allow me to have two minutes to call all of you all out there idiots, okay, that – are oh they're dinking and dunking down the field. We can't dink and wait, why are we letting them dink and dunk down the field? True, right. what's worse? Um twenty five yards or four yards? Uh twenty five yards, Bob. Twenty five yards. Uh <laughs> Freddie, what about seventeen yards or six yards? Six yards. Uh oh. Worse, 17 yards. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. there we go. Uh, Charles, what about 19 yards or three yards? Wait, now you said which one's better. Now he thought you said which one's worse. What was the question? It's a math word problem. I hate that. Yeah, you kind of threw me off. Math word problems are very confusing. But the big plays are what you don't give up against Mississippi State. Yep. That's how they beat you. They try to lull you asleep and then go downfield. Every time Kentucky tried to dial up some sort of blitz – in man coverage, what happened? Will Rogers threw it 20 yards down the field. Yep. We can't. That is so soft. I just let him go underneath. Blah, 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 blah. You know what? It's much better than a 25-yard gain. That's how this works. They are going to move the football yeah, by Duncan and Duncan down the field. Cover your just, that, that's, that's what they do, okay? You have to live with it, all right? Now. Would I have liked to have seen Kentucky tackle better so those three- and four-yard gains didn't turn into, like, nine-yard gains sometimes? Sure, of course. But Kentucky ran most of the same system last year, and how many interceptions they have, Freddie? Six. Exactly. So, like, to act like this is some sort of uh, philosophical problem that Kentucky needs to get – it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And, frankly, I just don't – I don't know where – like, what did you think Mississippi State was going to do? How much did we talk about throwing to the running backs last week, Freddie? A bunch. Yeah, a whole lot. Like, this is what they were going to do. You have to live with it. You have to get stops. And Kentucky's defense, mind you, they, they forced a couple of field goals. All right? Uh, if, you t- if you take away – I'm not going to completely take them away, but two of those turnovers were on short fields, and I think one of them they even forced a field goal out of it. Yes. Or, no, no, no. They, they were both touchdowns. And they had a fake touchdown. Don't forget that. Yeah, the fake people, touchdown. People forget People that. do forget that. But, that like, third and ten. if you take away – 14 points that the offense just handed to them, essentially, by turning it over on the 30. Uh, 31 minus 14. I'm bad at math, but I think it's only 17 points, Freddie, if I'm not mistaken. That's a tie ball game. I mean, the the defense, they did – they played well enough to win, but they got zero help from their offense. They were on the field for 40 minutes of a 60-minute football game because the offense – Turned it over four times. 41 minutes and 10 seconds compared to 18 minutes and 50 seconds for Kentucky. I mean, if, if Will Levis plays an average football game, just like a, a, an average football game, if he hits half the shots, throws half the interceptions, Kentucky wins this. Yep. Well, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> bye week blues are crazy. real. And they happen in a lot of programs. But you have that touchdown or the punt return touchdown that livens you back up. And that's like a wake-up, hey – we're up 7-0 now. All right, we, we you know, first drive, terrible. Defense is hanging in there. And then you get the, the field goal, and then you're up 10-0. I'm thinking, okay, you know, now we just control the game. They're going to hit some big plays here and there. We're good to go. And it just was – we just never woke up on offense. And really the defense. They never woke up on defense. It it wasn't uh, – what was it, Charles? It's not as bad as it seems. It's not as good as it seems. Yeah, what's the quote? Yeah. It's yeah. N- yeah, I mean, that's never as bad yeah. as it seems, nor is it ever good as it yeah. seems. 
that, that really applies here. And you can bounce back against Tennessee if you do the right things during the week. If you go back to playing your Kentucky football, there's a couple mm-hmm. other things we need to talk about. And I have a brand new segment when we come back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. New segment alert. Drew Franklin, hit the new segment sound. Uh, new segment. Oh, that's a new, oh, I like the <laughs> Is that it? Sound. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't ready. Uh, I didn't have one. Okay. Well, that's fine. I didn't – oh, I didn't hit record. All right, sorry. <laughs> We're already on there. It's too late. All right, new segment alert. Uh, how old is Adrian Peterson? God, Charles Walker. 40 – no, I know he's back with the Titans. 30 – 41. Why are you all doing this to me? 37. Why are you all doing how this old? to me? Drew? 38. He's only 36. Oh, <laughs> see, I thought I was going to go low. I'm like, God, but I feel like he's looked the same – Old man well, forever now. Because he was a stud at Oklahoma his freshman year in like 2004. Yeah. But he was a freshman, so, you know, it takes some time did, to did get there. Did you know he was at one point behind a Kentucky running back, Joe Casey, in the national rankings? I did not know that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard the name Joe Casey before. He was ranked ahead of Adrian Peterson. In the Rivals rankings, and then he probably – didn't, didn't work out. Over well, on the west side of the state, he, he ran around us quite a bit. On three would never get their rankings so wrong. It was more of a it was more of a Casey problem than a ranking problem, but yeah, just fun fact. Anyway, back, back to piling on. My um, day. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. I, I think I jinxed you last week. What did you say last week? Are you still drunk on the spools of victory? It's, it's been all downhill since then. I, I mean, mean, you won though. You beat the Colts second time this year. Beat the Colts. The AFC but South at, is yours. But at what price? Look at his shirt. I know. I had his jersey on earlier. Didn't want to get barbecue sauce on it down the stairs. But, it's, 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 you know, the Braves last night go up with a grand slam, up 3-1. From uh, uh, my old neighbor. From your old neighbor. Yeah. And then as they choke, the Titans lose Henry. Coming off Kentucky's loss of Starfall. I'm just I'm, – I'm hurt. I'm broken. I had a text <clears throat> on my phone typed out because I was watching the football game and doing the podcast for the 13th region. And – I had a text typed out to Drew, congrats, after I saw the four to nothing. And I didn't send it because I didn't want to jinx anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah I, I mean, it's just, there, there's no way the Braves actually like – they're, they're going to blow this, right? Oh, they're absolutely going to blow it. We all, we all know they're going to blow it. <laughs> I mean, that's – Have you all seen the 30 for 30 about the Mets? No, no. I haven't. I haven't. I, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't actually watched it. Oh, it's great. Because they're wild as hell, right? Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Because that was – that was my mullet day, so <laughs> it, it was awesome, man. Yeah, it was great. Have you seen it, Chuck? I have not. What's it called? It's uh, uh, Cocaine Cowboys. Uh, no, it's <laughs> about no, the 86 minutes. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that is like they they did a lot of. That was the downfall. Yeah, they did a lot of booger sugar. Once upon a time in Queens. Oh, it's That's so it? it's so right. good. Right. It's yeah. one of those really long ones, though, right? And it's, it's two four, parts. It's four parts. Four parts, yeah. But it's really good. I ain't got time for four parts. No, if you <laughs> get on it, you're 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 in. 
Did you know that Adrian Peterson is a year older than Marshawn Lynch? Oh. Marshawn Lynch, 35. I don't like this game. Frank Gore, 38. You should bring Frank Gore. He was on their list. You should bring Frank Gore back, too, just in case. Todd Gurley was available. Found that. I thought they might go for him. 27 years old. Yeah, yeah. what? Did How did him? he drop off? Knees. So yeah, Where is he at? Nowhere. He was with the Rams, and then they let they, him go. And then they went to the Falcons for a year, yeah. and then they were like, oh, you can't run anymore. So, sorry. Hmm. Uh, which, by the way, I was asking folks in Athens, would they take Gurley or Chubb and Georgia, like, who was better? They were very confused by the question. Um, like, they couldn't – none of them could – recency bias, a lot of them took Chubb. But, hmm. you know. Gurley was a beast when he could run. Yeah, he was uh, probably a better beast. Um, but I didn't want to do that to you, Drew. But I, I played just, the how old is Adrian Peterson game earlier, and I, th- I, I would have thought he was 40 by now. Um, but, hey, he I was, was really good. Thinking, I'm like, is Tom Brady the oldest player in the league? Oh, I mean, yeah, or is there some kickers or something? that <laughs> Like, uh, was it Mason Crosby that looked like he was the oh, old one? yeah, that's a – I think he's only like 33. Man, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. How old is Mason? Have you ever I noticed how people back in the 60s and 70s looked much older? Yes. Especially like even – 28 and they looked like they're 50. Yeah. And I think it's all the cigarette smoke, you know, yeah. probably did that. But, like, you're right. Even the 20-year-olds looked mid-30s, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't well, now there's some 20-year-olds that look mid-32. Darren Kennard. Yeah. Yeah, he looks – yeah. Looks like a henchman. Luke Fortner. Luke well, Luke Fortner might be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, low-hanging fruit. Um, man, uh, Nick Folk is very old as well. So is uh, Tom Brady the oldest in the league? Is that is it proven? Uh, so what is he? 43? Brady is the oldest player right now. Uh, Jason Peters, the left tackle for the Bears, is thirty-nine. Big Ben, thirty-nine. A punter for the Cardinals is thirty-nine. And we got a punter for the Ravens. Yeah, we just got all the 39-year-olds. Fitzpatrick is up there, too, 38. Wow. Yeah. Tom Brady and Big Ben took kind of different paths yeah. with their <laughs> physical appearance over might. the years. Especially with their athletic, like their diet and routine. Yeah. They just – I think Big Ben, he's pork rinds all day long. That's what I would picture. Hey, Big Ben, <laughs> though, is a brown smasher. So, take that. He is. God, they were reading his stats during that game. He's like, you know, 12-1 against him or something crazy. It's like, what? I saw somebody tweet uh, at the Cleveland or at the Pittsburgh Steelers practice facility, and it was uh, First Energy Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, man. You know who would do terribly in Cleveland is Hendon Hooker. Have you all seen this? Have you heard about this? I have not. So this was something that I did not learn until today. But Hendon Hooker – does not like the cold. He's not a cold-weather quarterback. Last year, in the season finale against rival Virginia, so it was, a, it was a Blacksburg at home in November. Cold, okay? It was about mid, mid-30s, upper 30s. He got set down after the first drive of the first quarter to regain his composure, and then in the third quarter, he left the game Due to cold weather. This is Justin Fuente. The trainer came to me and told me that he was cold. I don't know if there's something more significant or what was with that. I've never seen or heard of that before. He was pulled over the game to compose himself, and then he left because he was too cold. He was just shivering on the sideline. Hmm. Folks, it's going to be about 40 degrees at kickoff. Oh, I love that. Mm. 
would be an awful shame if he's too cold to throw the football Saturday night at the Kroger could, Field. Could we start like a blowout where everyone there just kind of does that when he's on the field too? Get a little little breeze coming from the crowd. Ooh, a little wind here, so we just it's like really a really cool him off when he's out there. Big bad wolf, you uh, kind of blow uh, your house down. You know, last week we decided we might all set our alarms for the exact same time and create a, our own cowbell situation. Maybe we could start the first you know blowout and create a breeze for Hooker. Create a breeze for – To cool him off. A blowout for Hooker. Got it. Um. Well, yeah, I wasn't making that <laughs> connection. Yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, whatever it takes. If there was a time for all of us to do that, what would be a good time? Probably like seven – We could all bring little fans. The little fans. fans. I mean, the fans would be good because you, you, you blow on your hands when it's cold, right? Yeah. Freddie, did you have like a – I would put my hands under my shoulder pads. Yeah. We like all know where practice. you put your hands when it's cold, all right? Warmest spot on the body. Your butt. Mm, not necessarily. Close, though. I yeah. played some cold games over there. Uh, before they bowled it in, the wind was just awful. Oh, I bet it would roll it in. It was rolling in. But the coldest games I ever played in were at Cumberland because you got the elevation. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. The coldest game I was ever a part of was that there's a stadium, Newport High School Stadium mm-hmm. uh, in northern Kentucky. It's by the river. And that wind rolling off it. I was injured. I couldn't even play, and I was just freezing on the yeah. sideline. We got our teeth kicked in. That was ugly. Somebody sold a – you know how you have the hand thing and the hoodie? Yeah. Somebody sold that on my jersey. That's pretty cool. At home at class so I could have a little hand one. It's kind of like someone the finger hole in for J.J. Weaver. Yeah. I, I like that now they just call Nike and they're like, send us hand warmers. Yeah. But Freddie had to find someone in home at. Yeah. Just to, to sell. Times have changed. Yeah. I did find out that – it's actually Nike who doesn't do the finger hole for JJ. There's a local seamstress who does that, or seamster. Ah. Drew, did you know that yeah. at one time Kentucky had a cold weather and a warm weather jersey? I did not. Yes. If you see any old-time UK pictures and the numbers are outlined, that is a cold weather jersey, and it's not holy. You didn't know, have the mesh. Didn't have the mesh. Then you had the summer ones with the mesh. The little tearaway. Very actually. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the numbers are outlined. It's the winter jersey. The numbers aren't outlined. It was a normal jersey. We're going to get some cold weather football Saturday night with a banged up Kentucky team that needs to be able to run the football against a Tennessee team that, when they score, it's big plays, it's tempo, it's trying to confuse you. They run really wide splits, aka the receivers are basically next to the sideline. Yep. They try to get you. They 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 try to use space as well as they can to make plays. Yeah. And. It's going to be another challenge for the cornerbacks, a different kind of challenge, Freddie. Yeah. But if there's one thing I know about a Mark Stoops defense, it's really good at not giving up big plays. And yeah. that's really the only way Tennessee can score football points. Yeah, Tennessee really balanced. 226 rush yards, 231 through the air. Uh, they're, they're, they're committed to the run. Fourth in the SEC, five yards of carry. Uh, but Hendon Hooker, I know the cold weather deal is, is is very good, and if he can hurt you, he's actually Tennessee's second leading rusher. So he adds that run running quarterback element to uh, to the stress on the defense that Will Rogers didn't have. So that's another element to deal with. But those wide splits for the receivers, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see a lot of go routes with tempo. Hoping Alabama, t- Tennessee scored two touchdowns against Alabama because Alabama wasn't ready for tempo and yeah. two yeah. busted coverages. So, 52-24 is really misleading. It was 52-10. to 10. You give them those two touchdowns, you know, whatever, however you want to word that. But a lot of slant routes if you're going short because they have them out there. It's going to put a lot of stress on, on the defense. Tennessee scoring 37 points a game. So, I mean, they're scoring in bunches. 
Yeah, uh, you need – I think it goes back to needing to have another big game by the linebackers, yeah. by Wallace, Jones, and in square, where you got to be stout in the run game, and then when they do try to do those little slants inside, that they aren't breaking a tackle and then going 25, 30 yards. Yeah, and giving up 28 sacks, which is last in the SEC. So that's a lot of sacks that Tennessee <laughs> – Offensive line is given up, so that's something. If Kentucky can somehow, somewhere, some way, by somebody create pass rush, you know that would be preferred, especially with Hooker. Get him, get him frustrated a little bit. Let him throw one up. Uh, not a lot of turnovers. Only two for the season for Tennessee. So that's uh, you know the plus three on the turnover margin. Kentucky minus twelve, last in the country. Last in the country. Yeah. And Tennessee, Still six and two. Tennessee is first in the SEC. They're going to they're going to create havoc. First in the conference, second in the country with seven tackle, seventy tackles for loss. That is a lot of play beyond the line of scrimmage for that Tennessee defense. Man. So how do you beat it? Well, run at it. One thing, uh, you know, their run defense is is good, not great. One hundred forty four yards a game. Pass defense is 13th in the conference, so not very good at all. 249, uh, giving up 6.6 yards per attempt. So, wow. But Kentucky's got to go. You know, just be balanced. Mm-hmm. That's how you beat this. Uh, you know, and there's there are going to be tackles for loss because you don't get to 70 and and do that accidentally. Yep. So that's a purpose. <clears throat> that number is per purposed, and Tennessee will Tennessee's coordinator intent will be to have tackles for loss. So. You got to be patient. Stick with the run game. I don't think we gave Kentucky enough credit for taking care of the ball there for was it two or three games? They quit turning it over. Yeah, I think they were. This Against, Mississippi State game was just being like, "Remember, guys, we can do this." Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you you have. Three good games, winning the turnover margin against three good teams, and you you win, blow them out, and I'm mean, not blow out, but yeah, you beat three good teams, and then you don't win turnover margin, and honestly, get murdered in it, and you get beat away. Yeah, I mean, it's I think there's correlation and causation here. Yes, sometimes it can be that simple. Good words, yep. man. Those are like good that. words. The two wow. C's. Look at the J over here. Gosh. Chuck the J. Jeez. Chuck the J. The, the it's J a sweater. From, the it's J a sweater, you all. It's a sweater. I'm just wondering if he's got a wedding this weekend. No, I uh, did have a wedding party. Uh, uh, yes, and said, love you guys. Ooh. I will be at Kroger Field at 7 o'clock. You know so. we do have Well, actually, I'll be there at about 11 o'clock. You know we we'll do have there. this weekend at the same time, uh, the Breeders' Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. In the middle of the game. Uh, let's get let's get Coxie. Well, Brad Cox in the classic. I support all Brad Cox horses. Uh, is that a Keeneland? No, they're at yeah. Del Mar. So that that's where there's actually a conflict because the big races. Uh, I I'm guessing that they're going to run them off West Coast time, which is like ten o'clock, mm-hmm. if if that's normal. So I I think the big ones will be happening in the middle of the game. So uh, go with Central Quality. It's his last race. I bet that horse every time I can. He usually does well for me. Hope he, he can get the dub. Because if we do recall, uh, there was a pretty big – they timed this up well a few years ago where the Breeders' Cup was at Keeneland and American Pharaoh won, and there was a Tennessee fan in the parking lot that almost fought who was cheering <laughs> for the horse to lose. Um, Tennessee fans. God, they're the uh, worst. I mean, no, how, do be you, here soon. how do you live with your, like, father? Just – 
uh, it's, 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 it's rough, and it's been real rough the last few weeks that they've been playing so well. And then, of course, I've heard a lot about Kentucky losing in Starkville. It's also he has teamed up with my neighbor, who's a Tennessee fan, oh, and they've no. become like there's there's two of them. Oh yeah, they've become good. Yeah, probably two people I see more than anyone because my dad lives down the street. They oh, they are gosh. teaming up on me. We cannot lose this game just for for my life. Let's let's make this about me for a moment. I won't be able to live <laughs> where I live if Kentucky loses this game. Did you end up getting tickets for this no, game? No, not yet. Somebody <laughs> out there want to throw me two? They're pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And, here's and I have a lot of family coming in, so it's the thing. I know it's become complicated. That that game Saturday night was frustrating. Don't get me wrong, but like Kentucky can beat two rivals in the final four games of the season and finish ten with ten wins. Yeah, like come on, this is <laughs> insane. Yeah, and I know like, in a year that was kind of supposed to be a rebuild year before Kennard came back and you added Levis and Cohen. No one had this ten and two potential looking at this season just eight months ago. If we look at them, six and two. I mean, yeah, I don't think good. anybody with just, the hard teams behind you. Anybody thought we'd be six and two right now, but the back end is much more difficult than we expected. I thought mm-hmm. we'd be eight now. But Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> Tennessee is a good football team, not yep. a great football team. Florida beat them thirty-eight uh, fourteen at at home. You know, so at Florida, I mean, you know, lose the pit, but. You know, Pitt gets beat by Miami. I mean, it's, it's, the, this the, season's the, so crazy. Well, Tennessee, too, don't fall for the uh, – like, when you see the scores against, like, Missouri and South Carolina, like, oh, so you mean Josh Heifel's good at running up the scores on bad teams. Like, don't – don't – don't – don't let that scare you off, okay? Uh, now, the, I will say that Rodriguez, whatever's going on with him, his issue – it does concern me <clears throat> because Jatah McLean is apparently hurt as well. Um, and Cavassier Smoke is just not consistent enough. He, and he hasn't even brought the kind of big play pop that we hoped this year. So I'm th- – that part concerns me if you can't uh, reliably – if you don't know that the run game is a given, Freddie. That, that's the part that – that's the only part that worries me in this game is not being able to effectively run yeah, the ball. Yeah, you can't get in a shootout with this team. I mean, you just can't do it I mean, and expect to win. One thing I, I positive, and, again, I don't know what's going on with Chris. My only thing is I hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. I care for him as a person before the football player. But UK and their social media, who they feature today was Chris Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Well, they do stuff on purpose on social media. Oh, yeah, they do. So, that's a positive sign for yeah. me. Okay. All right. I like, I like, I like that. That could that be intentional. The, the other thing that worries me about Tennessee, and it's the only reason why I picked them at the beginning of the year to win this game, that offense can win some games it shouldn't because it's a dumb, yeah. stupid offense. It doesn't work long term, but it can win some dumb games. Yeah. I hope this isn't a dumb game. Did you take into account that Kroger Field is now a true home field advantage, though? I didn't. I did yes, not take that into account. which has been proven. Yeah, it, it is now. I mean, let's be honest. The past couple of years, there were a couple of games, one or two here and there, that, wow, state, the fans did great last night. Well, the fans have been doing great this whole year. And so, I think we need to remember that. I believe Kentucky's won something like eight straight night games at Kroger Field, Drew. Is that – Remember that staff floating around? So sounds about right. And Vegas thinks we're going to win. So I will be and if you can match that atmosphere from the Florida and LSU games, and I don't know why you can't because they're just 
a few weeks ago. I mean, that is such a game changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we don't see that atmosphere over there very often. So, if they can do it again for Tennessee, that will, that will really help that defense. Because, I'll say it again, that Hendon Hooker is going to be the best quarterback that Kentucky plays this year. 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's, that's daggone. That's getting it done. So, anything that can bother him in that offense would, would help the team. The crowd, the temperature, I don't know. But, but he's, 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 he's very good at the football game. So, he's going to be a tough, tough assignment. When He was good against Kentucky in the belt ball. Yeah, no, that was his best game. He, yeah. he played real ball in that game. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't win them, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. he did not. Uh, yeah. um, when you, there's sometimes I look at Josh Heupel and I say, man, that guy was a national championship winning quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, number two in the Heisman How, old, how old is Josh Heupel? He looks older than he is. Yeah, he's well. probably close to Adrian Peterson's age. He's, he's, he, I bet he's three years older than him. I, I mean, I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna stick with my 38 prediction. I'm gonna say 41. I'm gonna say 39. How did Josh? 40. Uh, how did 43? Ooh. How did he? How did Josh Heupel air raid turn into this? Just appearance. I've always, oh. <laughs> I always thought it's funny because. It's very ironic that they have the best, you know, weight lifting slash gyms pretty much known to man, and they have dietitians on staff. There's, like, I mean, healthy food like, right, I mean, like, right there. Like, like this guy, the, he, he, the, he is not the same guy as the one that coaches the University of Tennessee football That guy volunteers. was drafted by the Miami Dolphins right there. They're drafted by the Dolphins, and then you see him now, and, man, Life those, comes at you those fast. orange polos are not flattering. Yeah, I mean, well, it is tough to make those look good. Let's be honest there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. tough to Everybody's make that gaudy yeah. look good. Yeah, I, I find new clumps I didn't know I had when I wear those. I'm going to take up for the guy. Once you get older, it's hard. I, I'm I, mean, I agree. And he's got that football team playing hard. He also, that's, I mean, really, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. They're playing yeah. hard for Doesn't him. Doesn't he – like? so there's a picture of him at UFC, UCF with this camel hat on. Doesn't that look like a Tennessee Volunteers head football okay. coach The guy right was there? just waiting for his phone to ring right there. Yeah. I mean, that dude just screams Tennessee. He screams good for nothing redneck. God, just beat your – I don't like Tennessee. I don't think the players like Tennessee. It's a statement game. Let's be honest, it's a statement game. It's a rival. It's a rivalry. I, I mean, the season will be defined on Saturday night. And 7 yeah. o'clock against a rival in a cold, packed, sold-out Kroger Field. I'm going to have all of seven. the beers. Uh-huh. Maybe some bourbons. Oh. I think that is probably – maybe some, maybe some Are you, you going to be in the Woj Lounge? Oh, I'm not going to be in the Woj. I'm going to be with the people. You know that your proximity to the field, though, is well, just going to be too close for that, Drew. Well, sometimes <laughs> rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Charles Walker tailgate. Oh. I'm going to stumble over the pregame show and hop on with Freddie and Matt and Cash and Ryan and probably say something I shouldn't. Yep. I'm going to go back over there and continue, and then we're going to go in the game, and we're going to beat Tennessee. I mean, it's a uh, it's a bourbon kind of night. I'm doing the math, seeing what time i got to be here Saturday. Pregame show's at 3. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a fun. Wait, atmosphere. the game is seven, right? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Pre-game shows three. Man, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it though. Um, man, uh, something about Tennessee that I just I can't stand. Mm. I, I hate Tennessee as much as I love my bookie, <laughs> because my bookie, <laughs> you can make your wagers wow. anytime, anywhere. With my bookie, when it comes to gambling, you always want to make sure you're getting the best bank for your buck, and that's why I bet with my 
bookie and best bang for your buck. That segue. I mean, just come yeah. on, my bookie. You're welcome. Uh, at my bookie, you can bet with all your favorite sports, exclusive promotions, contests, and more to find your winning bet right now. Make your first deposit with my bookie, and you'll instantly receive double your first deposit. Just use our promo code KSR at mybookie.ag. That's promo code KSR, and they will double your first deposit instantly up to a thousand bucks. It's only available for a woman at a time. So before the cats kick Tennessee in the teeth, go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code KSR, secure your double deposit bonus today. That's promo code KSR at mybookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and my accounts will be looking great if Kentucky gets this win too because that season win total bet. Uh-huh. It's right in front of us. Right there. Right and it's fr- important. We What is it? Yeah, two out of four against Tennessee. So two and two the last four yep. years. You want to go three and two in the last five years? Man. It's good for recruiting. Yep. It's good for all us fans who like <laughs> to talk trash. It. It's good for the program knocking down doors. It this game really matters. Like Freddie said, this will define how some people view the entire season. Here's what I think about Tennessee, Nick. Oh, and this is uh, Freddie dropping back to pass against the Vols. He's oh. rolling right. He's getting downfield, and oh, oh my, my God, goodness! Just <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to make a play there, not uh, not that. <laughs> I was waiting for Freddie to do something spectacular, and then it just – How do we get that on the internet? Oh, yeah. My final play of my college career was against Tennessee. Was that it? No, no. <laughs> that like it been, might have been it. No, no. That would have been in my college career. <laughs> no, that game I threw a pick six to lose. Uh-huh. And then the next year in Knoxville I threw a go route, and that was after I separated my shoulder against North Carolina. It came back and played. It didn't go, did it? And – my shoulder went further than the football, and it was the last time I took a snap. <laughs> it was a no route. Yeah. the um, But like you said, Drew, they've won two out of four. You had a third one here where you just got stopped at the goal line in the Bowden game. And you killed them last year. Yeah. I mean, embarrassed them in Knoxville. And Ride now, that wave. Now you're recruiting a lot in the state of Tennessee. you got the Wade Twins committed. You're hoping to get a guy by the name of Barry and Brown to commit as well. The, this game means more and more. And – when you talk about the season, you could either have a 6-0 and start and then lose three straight. That could be the story of the season. Or that was just a little hiccup in the middle. And it happens in Starkville. Yeah, in Starkville. You always the number one team in the country. You, 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 you lay an egg in Starkville, but then you bounce back and you finish the season strong beating two of your rivals in the final four games of the year. So a lot comes down to this. you got to make big plays against the Tennessee Volunteers. You can't let Hendon Hooker just aggravate the bejesus out of you, whether it's big plays downfield, on busted coverages, whether he's running around. And we need fake snow. Ooh. Really throw him off his game. Ooh, you could tear up newspaper, throw it in the air. It looks like snow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Um, you need to be able to run the ball. Kentucky, last two weeks, 120, less than 120 yards combined. It's not, it's not going to win. Now, those are the two best rush defenses they face all year. Yeah. Two best they will face. So – Time to bounce back. We didn't talk about the Dan Key commitment ceremony oh, that Drew and I didn't. were at. I got, sounded, I got five sounded, minutes. It sounded like quite a celebration. It, it was, was awesome. There was a lot of people there. I was very impressed. Dane was also fired up when he did his announcement. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was in the back. I didn't see that until afterwards. It looks like he was going to rip his shirt off. Like he, It was like um, – or like I thought he was going to put like the headgear on, like Lee Corsa. I mean, that dude was – he was fired up, yeah. man. That was awesome. Never play poker with Dante. I didn't know up until I, I did not know until he announced. Well, he's a professional. Po- oh, okay. Where he was going? Yeah. 
Dante, <laughs> I was like, yeah. it went right yeah. over your head. Yes, Charles. it did. Never, yeah, it ever did. hinted or anything. I mean, it was. It I was, like that Nicole said before, though. She's like, that trip to Oregon, though, that felt like forever to get there. <laughs> yeah, like, right, so we know it's not Oregon. <laughs> yeah, not that we expected it to be Oregon, but she definitely tipped the hand a little bit there. Yeah. But man, good for Dane, though. It was a great ceremony. And good for Kentucky's offense. Yeah. The best ceremony I've been to. Yeah. Had, had brother checking in from the Chiefs locker room. Yeah. I had socks on. <laughs> when you know it's been. And a dress coat. Drew, how come you couldn't have better internet for us, though? What the hell? Listen, I, everyone out there that commented on our, our stream, <laughs> shout you got out, a list. Shout out to my sister. You know, I'm going to cross you off one by one. Shout out to my sister. Thank God I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> my sister came in Drew's defense. She was defending me. Yep, defended Drew. The things I do for people. You know what? I get there. There's 90 seats. So I say, you know what? I'm just going to get on the floor right in front of him so these people at home who couldn't be here can have the best <laughs> view. And then I'm like, you know what? All these people over here have tripods because they work for news stations. I don't care about them. I'm going to get in front of them, and I'm going to use my arms, and I'm just going to sacrifice my body for the people on Kentucky Sports Radio's Facebook page. For the team. Little did I know, Frederick Douglass does not have service, nor do they have Wi-Fi to give to media. So, my end, I'm going 200%. There were te technical difficulties. I apologize, but the people telling me to kill myself, <laughs> drown in the river, and this is what you get in a Madisonville Community College education. I, I haven't forgotten you. <laughs> you ungrateful. Man, they went all in on you. I, I, I was just trying to do a good thing for the people that wanted to see Dan I Key's announcement. I think you did great, dude. Frederick Douglass should really get that internet checked out. Yeah, they might need to do that. There, there's also like zero gyms in the state of Kentucky that have internet access. We, we should have done. We tried to do. We tried to do a remote there a couple of years ago and had to completely move to the parking lot because nothing worked. Yeah. And then went out on Friday and got beat thirty-four to seven. Yeah, they should probably play teams that are not. Wow. You know, they, they should probably play better teams throughout the year. That, that the neighborhood was sad. Talking about taking one for the team on Friday. Taking one for the team. Yeah. Oh, in the rain? Soaked for four hours, yes. In the in the mud. Out of Harrison County? Yeah. Fleming County. One. Loved it. They F enjoyed down. They enjoyed the belt. They did enjoy the belt. That is cool Those photos belt. were great. Yeah. The fighting Bradley McKees came to play. They came to play, ready to roll. Yeah. And now we got playoffs. Playoffs. And uh Toy Bowl. My little cousin Max is playing in the Toy Bowl Saturday at St. X. Is, so is this still on the radio in Louisville? Uh, yeah. I used yeah. to listen to it on the radio. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll put it on 790, have yeah. the toy ball on. What kind so. of spread we got on that? I, I, I know there is one. Early lines aren't out yet. Okay. Actually, Who's I, in it? it? I know. We got to pick it. We got to pick okay. it. Okay. Give me, give me two seconds. Well, this will be our My Bookie CSWA football uh, <laughs> picks of the week. Um, let's see. I think, oh, we still, oh, yes, we still have CSWAfootball.com. Tommy Walks Tom still, rock still rocking it. He's wow. still rocking it, yeah. Shout out to you. Is um, it just a bunch of pictures of his grandkids, though? Because that's what it turned into a couple years back. Yeah, um, I don't think, oh, no. We don't We don't have the lines yet. He used to have predictions to the point that they would. Uh, Who's playing? I know it's going to be the Saints, and it's probably against. Uh, Saints. Who, who's the, who are the Saints? It's, it's Is that like, Middletown? No, it's 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 Notre Dame, St. Paul. There's only like six teams now in the city. There okay. used to be thirty. Um, uh, latest update: all games canceled. Ten three twenty one. Okay, don't not there. Um, but they they merge all the schools now, so they just go by nicknames. They okay. So it's like Saints and Shamrocks, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that'll be a big one. So I don't. I do remember when my brother was playing. They used to print out the predicted scores and like. Like actual bulletin board material. So hopefully we get well, some. Yeah, because your brother was always predicted to lose. What? 
Hey, did they, though? I don't <laughs> think so. You hey, I was 4-0. Oh, I don't know. I they talk oh. crap about that all through college. Those dudes went to Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a big – Oh, big, dude, one oh, yeah. of my friends yeah. still talks about because they beat me in yeah. our final game. That was huge, grade. man. So, big weekend. Big weekend. It is a big a weekend. A great weekend to bounce back, to beat Tennessee, kick those good-for-nothing balls right in their tooths. Nice. There you go. Wait, wait. We need to. Do we have a women chewing tobacco reference yeah, we'll yet in the show? Kick the the dip out of their women's mouth. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, man, but this is just what the doctor ordered: a bounce back win against Tennessee. Let's get it done. You get some people a little on shaky ground. We're not used to losing six wins in a row. Seven, seven and two sounds pretty awesome. Seven and two sounds great. Seven well, and two sounds wonderful. Let's make it happen. Good old Rocky Top. Send them home packing. We'll be back to talk about it all next week right here on the KSR Football Podcast. And peep the technique. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.